Welcome to another episode of Manifesting Mari. This is our group release. Take these two minutes to let go of any anger, of any stress, of any heavy feelings you may have accumulated during this week, and let's release it to the universe. Right now, let's take a. Uh-uh. Now let's take a big breath in and let it out. Release it into the universe. That has been our group release. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Manifesting Mari. I am Mari and I am manifesting. Um, And so are you. So like samesies. Um, Hi. So today um, is officially the, um, well, all month obviously has been Pride Month. And um, today, June 28th is the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots that sparked um, the Pride 
movement and um, the pride festivals, parades, all the things. Um, I wanted to talk about that, the Stonewall riots. Um, but then something happened to me at work, which inspired me to talk about something else. So, um, firstly, I want to say, like, if you want to learn more about the Stonewall riots, definitely do. That is part of um, LGBTQ AI plus history. Um, also, like, really take time to learn, like, why the riots happened and what that means in terms of pride and what that means in terms of inclusion, um, not only in general, in the in American society, but also within the LGBTQ community. Because the Stonewall riots were um, started by, um, first of all, women of color, and second of all, um, a woman who... I, I, I'm gonna misspeak, misspeak, I don't wanna misspeak about this, uh, a woman who identified as a trans woman, um, Marsha P. Johnson, listen, I'm not, this is not my specialty, this is not it, um, but definitely look it up, as I do need to refresh my history as well, um, you know, we're, it's okay for us to be wrong, but there are educational resources out there, go look for them, so today, um, I'm inspired to talk about um, the rainbow flag uh, and the rainbow symbol in general um, and what that really has to do with LGBTQ culture and what rainbows symbolize in general. Um, so my sources today are from Wikipedia, which I'll probably be reading right off of, and also a- another article about the symbolism of rainbows in symbolismandmetaphor.com written by some guy named Christopher. Thanks, dude. Um, thanks, Christopher. Uh, yeah, so the reason why I wanted to talk about rainbows, first of all, rainbows are special to me in general. Um, that's a symbol that constantly comes up and I, I feel a lot of synchronicity around it. I feel a lot of messages around it. Like, when things, um, when things are going rough for me and I just see a rainbow out of nowhere, it's like, oh, like, I'm okay. When, what, and by rainbow, I mean, like, whether it's a literal, actual rainbow that I see in the sky or a, um, you know, a picture of a rainbow or something. Some, for some reason, whenever I'm feeling like shit, I always see a rainbow in some form or shape, and it makes me feel better. Um, it's a deep and meaning, deep and meaningful symbol for me, um, for the way I manifest, for the way I connect with my world and my higher self. And um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the rainbow itself, um, specifically the rainbow flag, right? And uh, so the reason why I was inspired this was from uh, somebody at work, we'll call this guy Paul, right? So Paul, love the guy, nice guy, but he's that kind of guy where like you say one thing to him and all of a sudden you're in this huge story about what you're, he's even saying, you don't even know, he's just talking at you. Um, so I made that unfortunate mistake of saying a thing to him and it turned into another thing, right? I don't remember what I said to him initially, but 
Paul said to me, he's like, you know what? On my front lawn, all I have is an American flag because I don't like to put up anything political. I just put up the American flag. And I'm like, oh, so the American flag is the only political thing you have up, right? Because that's a it symbolizes a form of government. And that's political, is it not? Right? Your the American flag symbolizes isn't that political? I don't know. That's what I said to him. So I was like, okay, so you only have the American flag, which is the only political symbol you have. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't think he got what I meant, but fine. So, um, and then he proceeded to tell me the story about how his neighbor with acrylic paint painted, um, a pride flag on the sidewalk in front of his house. And he's like, you know, I got no problem with whatever anyone wants to be, but don't put it in front of my house and this and that and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he basically ends the conversation with the fact that this purse, somebody painted something, which just so happened to be a pride flag on the sidewalk in front of his house and now it has the the whatever that paint he used has ruined the sidewalk in front of his house and now he has to fully replace it because of somebody else's decision and I'm like okay so the story is and this is what I said to him I'm like oh so it sounds like somebody put something on your sidewalk and now your sidewalk is ruined by somebody else so that somebody else has to pay for it he's like yeah that's the story and it's like I like he the the amount of weight that he put into the fact that it was a pride flag. Um, obviously, I was like my ears peaked up because I'm like, OK, here's this heteronormative um, cisgendered white male from central slash shore Jersey and he is, he's referring to the pride flag as political, but doesn't see the American flag as political. That was just an observation I personally made. And it's like the fact that it was a pride flag and your feelings about all of that, like had nothing to do with the story of now I have to replace my, like, I don't know. So obviously I was triggered, right? But then I started thinking, I'm like, oh, like, how did this become so politicized, right? How did the gay flag become, pride flag uh, become so politicized, right? Um, Because for me personally, um, I can see how it is a political symbol in the sense of um, it's, it's, a, it's a flag that represents a culture, a group of people who have been consistently and are still marginalized and are still um, only now beginning to see representation for their rights, not only by the people who represent them, but also within the laws that are, that should be protecting them, Right. Um, and by the people who should be protecting them, right? And that's still slowly changing. Like, there's still a lot of, um, like, there's a lot of negativity around the fact that here are human beings who want to be, who want, like, 
the same quality of life as anyone else has, right? And uh, for some reason, that's like a political issue, right? So um, I wanted to talk about first um, where the pride flag came from and um, just a quick overview of that. So I will be reading directly from Wikipedia. Um, so saying um a lot deal with it you know what take a shot every time I say um I wouldn't do that if I were you (laughs) okay so um the origins of the flag are from the 1970s a U.S. Army veteran who had been honorably discharged, uh, who taught himself how to sew, sew. his name was Gilbert Baker. And in 1974, Gilbert Baker met Harvey Milk, who is an influential gay leader um, in gay history. Definitely look him up. I cannot talk a lot about him because I need to look that up too. Um, so Milk basically challenged Baker. He's like, hey, you know how to sell. Like, why don't you create a pride flag? And um, so the... Uh, uh, I am reading. When was it? Okay, so the original gay pride flags flew um, at the San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade on June 25th, 1978. So before, and I'm assuming that means like that, that was the, um, the, the pride flag that we're familiar with today. Um, before that, the pink triangle had been used as a symbol for the LGBTQ community despite representing a dark chapter in um, the history of homosexuality, um, the pink triangle um, was used by the Nazi regime to identify and stigmatize men um, who were uh, interned as homosexuals in concentration camps. And um, rather than Holding on to that symbol and that tool of oppression, um, the community wanted to create a new symbol. So, um, Baker chose the rainbow motif because of its associations with the hippie movement of the 60s, but he notes that the use of the design dates all the way back to ancient Egypt. And he was also inspired by the Judy Garland song, Over the Rainbow. And you could understand why that's important to the community if you are a friend of Judy's. Um, (laughs) In addition, Baker was likely influenced by the flag of the races, with five horizontal stripes, red, white, brown, yellow, and black, popular among the world peace and hippie movement of the 1960s. So the first rainbow flags commissioned by the Pride Committee were produced by a team that included artist Lynn Sagerblom. God, I hope I'm not. Sagerblom was then known as a, as Fairy Argyle Rainbow. According to her, she created the original dyeing process for the flags. 
Thirty volunteers hand-dyed and stitched the first two flags for the parade. The original flag design had eight stripes and each with a specific meaning. So hot pink represented sex, red, life, orange, healing, yellow, sunlight, green, nature, turquoise, magic and art, indigo, serenity, violet, spirit. The two original flags created for the 1978 parade were believed to be lost over 40 years until a remnant of one was rediscovered among some of the possessions of Baker. I think that was very recently. Let me see. Yeah, that was in 2000. Oh, it was just in April in 2021. That was when that, um, uh, one the remnant of one of those original flags that's so cool that's so awesome um okay so after the assassination of harvey milk the demand for the rainbow flag greatly increased right so that's i think that's what they're in is where it becomes politicized right it's like here's a group of marginalized people who it's difficult for them to identify with the American flag because the American government does not represent them. The American government does not have policies to protect them. The American government active, actively creates policies against them. So how can one be able to identify with a symbol of a nation um, when they are intentionally excluded, right? So... Um, Therein comes the rainbow flag. Um, so after Harvey Milk was um, assassinated in 1978, um, people were like, get me them flags. I want them flags. This is fucked up. Like, we are not being represented. I want to feel part of this community, part of my community. I want people to know that I am proud to be part of my community. So um, there was a San Francisco-based um, company called Paramount Flags. So they began, began selling, um, a surplus stock of flags, um, around this time. And in 1979, the flag was modified again, um, into a six-stripe version that would kind of become the standard which is the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet. In 1989, the flag came to further nationwide attention after John Stout sued his landlords and won when they attempted to prohibit him from displaying the flag from his West Hollywood, California apartment balcony. Um, so this part of the timeline is really talking about how, like, it, it's like between the times of 1980 to the early 2000s and basically regular 2000s that we're in now, whatever, regular 2000s, what? Um, <clears throat> we're, we're really starting to see people who do not understand the symbol, who do not accept the symbol due to fear and due to ignorance, starting trying to push back against those who want to use the symbol um, for their own personal empowerment, right? It's just that whole stupid idea that when one group of people gains more power, the other gain, you know, 
gets less and that's not the case like when somebody when we allow other people the same not even the same privilege yeah just the same privileges we have we all benefit it all it all helps us just because one person is gaining doesn't mean it's taking away from an, another um so yeah uh john stout in 1989 um in 2000 there was this big thing with the university of Hawaii at Manoa because their sports team were called the Rainbow Warriors but then some athletic director said that the change they changed wanted they wanted to change it to the Warriors and said that change was to distance the school's athletic program from homosexuality but then when people were like uh excuse me like what what's the problem like What's the problem with homosexuality? Is that is that a bad thing? Is that what you're saying? So Yoshida was like, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like, um, it was like a branding thing, right? Like, we wanted to separate ourselves from, like, the your brand of gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Like, what? we wanted to you know we're the warriors and you guys have the rainbow thing like as if rainbows like that's my thing so it's like flags in general like represent the this is mine and not theirs kind of thing and it's just like it's a fucking rainbow i don't know nobody owns a rainbow like the rainbow itself isn't gay it's a rainbow like i don't know so, um, the school then allowed each team to select its own name, leading to a mix, including Rainbow Warriors, Warriors, Rainbow, and Rainbow Wahine? I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm probably fucking that up. I'm so sorry. This decision was reversed in 2013 when the current, uh, athletic director, Ben J. I almost said something different. Ben J. um forced all men's athletic teams to be nicknamed Warriors and all women's teams Rainbow Warriors. Which, like, oh, great, you fixed it. No, forcing people to do what you think is right and separate due to gender. Great job. So they fixed it again a few months later in may 2013 when all teams are once again called rainbow warriors regardless of sex why because the rainbow is for everyone um <laughs> um i'm basically just reading whatever the rainbow flag celebrated its 25th anniversary in 2003 which wow wild um I think that's so cool. Um, what's it called? So, uh, at that time, Gilbert Baker restored the rainbow flag back to its original H-striped version and advocated that others do the same. He was like, hey, like, this was my original concept. Like, this would be really cool if we could have that come out. I think as an artist, right, like, you have to constantly change. And I think it's kind of cool to kind of go back and be like, you know, this was my real intention. Like, I had to edit it for one reason or another because I was called to or forced to or whatever. But, like, this is the original and, like, I have pride in it. <laughs> Pun intended. I have pride in it. So, like, you know, it'd be cool if others did the same. 
Um, he later unveiled his final version with nine stripes for the 39th anniversary of the rainbow flag. Reportedly, in response to Donald Trump's election, Baker added a ninth stripe in lavender above the hot pink at the top to represent diversity. However, much of the wider gay community has continued to use the better-known six-stripe version. In 2004, several businesses in London were ordered by Westminster City Council to remove the rainbow flag from their premises, as its display required planning permission. Then one shop applied for permission, but the planning subcommittee refused the application on the chair's casting vote, a decision condemned by gay counselors in Westminster and the then mayor of London. In November, the council announced a reversal of policy, stating that most shops and bars would be allowed to fly the rainbow flag without planning permission. Good. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're allowed to fly a flag that represents country, why can't you fly a flag that represents uh, people and a movement that is only advocating for literally love? It's like... The gay people aren't even like, let's kill the straights. Like, you know, they're just like, hey, we just want to be included too. Like, and not even we just want to be included too. It's like, hey, we want to make this world better for everybody involved because what y'all have, like, is still fucked up. Like, us, like, I don't want to say us straights because I don't see that. Um, but the, you know, the, the straights, like, sometimes they, you know, you kind of look around and because, things aren't bad as bad for you you're like this is fine but like wait we could do better in general for all peoples um okay in june 2004 lgp activists sailed to australia's uninhabited coral sea islands territory this is so rock and roll and raised the rainbow flag proclaiming the territory independent of Australia, calling it the gay and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea Islands, in protest to the Australian government's refusal to recognize same-sex marriages. And the rainbow flag is the official flag of the kingdom. So now we're turning this shit on its head. Now we have officially... (laughs) The gay... Uh, pride flag is now a uh, a colonizer flag um that's i don't know how i feel about that but um i I see why it is it's just like this whole uh, you know listen when i grew up i listened to this band called anti-flag and a lot of people were like oh it's against america and i'm like no idiot it's not against america specifically it's just the fact that flags in a way kind of do divide us like it it creates territories it creates separation and you know as beautiful it is i think i talked about this diversity yesterday last week yesterday shut up Barney Tess. last week i talked about this in my mini um you know, people for some reason just seem to focus on the differences rather than celebrate the similarities. And, you know, we look at the differences and think, well, I'm right and you're wrong. And I think, you know, there is a much more humanistic way to approach that. And we just as humans haven't really evolved yet to figure that out. Or we are evolving and we're trying to figure it out. Um, So yeah, so cool. They were like, these islands are ours. Um, okay. 
I'm almost done with the history part. So in June 2015, the Museum of Modern Art acquired the rainbow flag symbol as part of its design collection. On June 26, 2015, the White House was illuminated in the rainbow flag colors to commemorate the legalization of same-sex marriages in all 50 U.S. states following the... Oh, God. Ober... Oberge, Obergefell versus Hodge Supreme Court decision. Wow, that was a difficult for me to pronounce. And in July 2016, a version of the gay flag emoji was formally proposed and was released that following November. So, um, I think the reason why Pride is so much more um, known, so much more... Um, accepted so much more recognized and celebrated in the past is that not only are people becoming more inclusional um people are becoming better educated um our consciousness is raising but also let's be real um the the influencers and the artist makers of our world the celebrities are also people who do celebrate um their artists artists define a culture i don't care what anyone fucking says creators and artists are the ones who define the culture right and the culture right now is so much more inclusionary so much more understanding than it has been in the past yes we could do better yes we could be more educated yes these are all things that we can work on but it's been so much better and then also not only that but let's be real um corporations and media also fuel the culture as well Right. So, um, you know, we see pride um, merch everywhere in June. And uh, here's my thing. I work for this company and they speak a lot about um, inclusion and this and that and da 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 and which to be honest, compared to corporations of the past, they're doing a, a pretty good job, right, in terms of diversity inclusion, in terms of specifically LGBTQAI um, plus community inclusion. Um, but here's my thing. So uh, in order to send celebration of pride, they had this tie-dye thing where, first of all, you had to bring your own t-shirt. Remind you, this is a multi-billion dollar company. So you had to bring your own shirt or whatever you wanted to tie-dye. And you would, you were allowed to sign up or schedule yourself for like a tie-dye time to go outside and tie-dye whatever that thing was. And you got snacks and you got a little break from work. Um, and I remember one of my friends uh not friends so someone who i work with came up to me and was like oh are you doing the tie-dye thing and i was like yeah you know no um like i have tie-dye stuff at home i don't need to do it here and like who really cares um but i was like you know it's really cool that they're offering it though like offering for us to bring our own tie-dye, bring our own shirt to tie-dye is so much more effective for the LGBTQAI plus community than actually putting your <laughs> wealth into organizations that help the marginalized people from that group. 
um, specifically homeless children who are who identify with the queer community and who are struggling. And you know, why would we put financial backings between <laughs> behind um, those kind of resources for the LGBT? Um, plus community when we can just create a tide, I think, to show that we're really doing our part. Um, yeah, so that's, what point am I making? The point I'm making is, um, I don't know, to be, I think human rights should not be politicized. Like, I don't, like, I get why. I, I, I wow, I really learned from this exploration i hope you guys learned something too because i'm obviously just babbling um human rights should not be politicized like there should not be groups who believe that certain people deserve a better quality of life over others depending on their race gender creed um their mental health their anything their sexual preference their what like everyone deserves the same quality of life and it's it really sucks, right, that we, we're still trying to figure out that. Just that simple thing, right? Um, but I think that's the whole point. And it's like when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to um, creating a life, um, we have to understand that there's this cause and effect and what we do create for ourselves does have an effect on our world, so, you know, I think it's good to keep in mind um, that there are still groups of people who, even though it's getting better, it's still not where it should be. Like, there's still rampant homophobia. There's still rampant um, anti-trans rhetoric and laws that are still being created that rather than us having a conversation about how we can make this make sense we just bar people because they're trans because they're gay or we choose not to understand the ace uh subculture and background and we you know say oh you're weird you don't like to have sex like listen i've been there I've said to my friend for her face, I'm like, I don't understand how you don't like to have sex the way I do. But then it's like, good, I don't understand that. Right? I just have to understand her. Like, I don't have to understand it from my perspective, but I have to understand that it is a thing that happens. And that's the thing, like, I think that people are like, I don't understand how somebody can feel this way and want to become the opposite thing. I don't understand how somebody could fall in love with the same gender. You don't have to understand that. But you have to understand that it's happening. It is an experience that another person is happening in this world, right? Um, I think I talked a whole lot. Where am I on this? Of the 31 minutes. um, It's just me talking. And I don't want to talk anymore. Also, I really need to shower, maybe fold my clothes, um, be a human. So, um... You know what? I'm going to leave it out here. And I'll do this. This will be a two-parter. So we'll talk about flags, gays, woo, queers. Love you. Love you all. Um, I am so happy and blessed to be able to have had a very intimate um, educational experience in my college years. uh, Thanks to my uh, roommates, um, 
Danielle and Julianne from our, what was that, sophomore, no, junior year um, in college. I am so grateful to have had the uh, intimate experience of living with them and learning more about um, how to be not only how to be a better ally, because at the time I identified as straight, but also learn more about myself and the nuances of sexuality and gender and how, you know, some people are like, it's a spectrum. And it's like, I, it's like flu, I think it's fluid. Like, some days I feel like, oh, I'm very attracted to women. Sometimes I'm very attracted to men. Sometimes I'm very attracted to whatever, you know, in, in between, like, you know, throughout that whole, I, I don't know, like, it's, why, why, we don't have to be just one thing. That's, I guess, what I'm coming out of. Um, us as a, as a general society and us as individuals, we don't have to be, we are all multi-talented, multi-faceted, multi-dimensional beings, and, um, if that resonates with you, give me a like, give me a follow. Um, yeah, well, thanks guys for listening. Next week, you know, I'll talk more about like rainbow symbolism and I'll probably do better research about like what we can do um, in use of rainbows in order to help our personal growth, personal manifestation and things like that. Um, yeah, love you guys. Happy and safe pride to everyone. Um, remember, Pride doesn't end on June 31st. Pride is every day. Um, be supportive. Be loving. Even if you don't understand, um, it's okay for you to be like, listen, I don't understand, but I, I understand you're going through it, and I, I'm trying my best to, to let me know how I could better support you. Right? That's what you tell people you love and care about, and that's what you should be telling other people who whose government is no longer, it doesn't represent them as properly as they should be represented. Um, Okay, I love you guys. I'm gonna go. Bye! Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Manifesting Mari. Please join the Manifesting Mari podcast Facebook group. Follow me on IG at manifesting underscore Mari. And you can email me at manifestingmari at gmail.com to share your opinions and your thoughts on this week's episode. And also don't forget to like, follow, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.